at the same time of recording where in fact it's about two months later. So, <laughs> welcome to the past. <laughs> so, let's be upfront and say we don't have a podcast schedule. Um, will it be really? <laughs> so, it's been a while. It's been a, it's been a hot second. It's been it's been almost a minute. Almost. Yeah, approximately almost a minute. So, um, this is being recorded um, after we recorded the podcast. We normally record the intro and the podcast together. Um, but because um, the release of this one has been slightly delayed due to just time constraints in life, we decided that we do a different update video. Or, <laughs> update video? video? Oh my God, <laughs> we're 3D. I'm fine. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so... This is us coming to you in present day. Um, We're just still the past for you when you're listening to this. Time is a lie. So, um, I think you've done that every episode. I hope so. We love a consistent woman. <laughs> the only thing consistent about me. Um, because we all know my podcast scheduling is bad. Um, so, because we've been running, I suppose, into a lot of technical difficulties recently with uh, recording the podcast and stuff and also um i've been doing loads of stuff new recently and so is sophie and things have just been mad mm. so we hope you can it's appreciate been a good 2019 imagine how much stuff we've been doing in 2019 to not be able to record incredible so i just hope you can all appreciate that you know life and stuff mm. um so this week anyway this pod on this pod on this pod pod um, we're speaking to a beautiful soul. Mm, I can agree. Yes, called Je agree. Je agree. Um, it means I agree in French. Um, so we're speaking to a friend of mine called Kevin. Um, who myself and Sophie, I suppose Kevin moved to London. I knew him through drama school, and I bumped into him in Chambers when he was home from London. And uh, he that same night, me on the dance floor and told me he liked my jacket. So I looked, saw Sophie and Kevin interacting and I was like, fuck me up. We're going to record together, aren't we? Um, and it just so happened that we did before he went back home. He also, once we finished recording, he left and then ran back and knocked on the door and handed in two packs of biscuits to say thanks. <laughs> so oh, sweet. Um, but since we've last spoken to Kevin, he started up his own podcast yeah so we want to promote that because it's very good oh lads it's fucking gas um himself and his housemate pj um <laughs> <Are you looking laughs> yeah um they are absolutely gas like i was on the bus audibly laughing next to a lady who was concerned and uncomfortable next to me <laughs> um so 10 out of 10 would recommend it's to a friend it's the only other podcast i have listened to and that's not this one <laughs> he <laughs> um so yes much recommend and much love to to Kevin going forward. Sophie, little bit of an update for the people. How are things? Grand work is grand. Life is grand. Going a few dates here and there. Living my best life. Oh, gorge, gorge. Getting the bits. Do you know Eat what I mean? Pasta. Eating a bit of pasta. Getting that mukbang. Getting, Getting that mukbang. mukbang. Um. Do you know pasta sinks? Found it out today. Tried to show it a duck. It sunk. Of course it does. Cook pasta. No, yeah. You think it had a lot of water in it that will float. But like when you cook pasta. <laughs> okay, <we do. laughs> That's very true. When you cook pasta, it's at it's the bottom of the pot. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it doesn't float. 
<laughs> well, I suppose that's a small amount of water as well. The person I was with thought the duck might jump up and try and catch it like a dog, but I told them that was... I'm sure that would require some amount of training. Yeah. Um, my sister got bitten by a swan when we were younger, and I had a strange fear of swans. Swans can be vicious fuckers. Yeah. Oh my god, swans, the way swans like represent beautiful people is similar to the way that social society works. They're like Instagram bloggers. And they're like, fuck you, mwah. Nature's Instagram. Quack. Get out the fucking way, quack. quack. Someone say they're no quack. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wait, let's just get on with the episode, shall we? So, moving we'll, forward, we'll... Play the episode. Yeah. We'll, do, 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 do. Whoop. Do, 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 do. That's not it Whoop. at all. Do, 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 do. Whoop. <laughs> do, 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 do. Whoop. Do, 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 do. Roll the clip! <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Welcome, Kevin, Welcome. to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Um, hi, Kate. Hi, Sophie. I'm Kevin. Um, I'm 25, and I'm here. And I'm here as this week's guest on Two Gals, One Pal. Stopping yes. some gorgy herbal tea. Gorgy. Gorgy. Gorgy gore. Um, <laughs> that also, as usual, we have our few questions and like we should probably like preempt this as like Kate knows you. I barely know you. But I would say I know <laughs> teenage you. That's it. And as well, I think what's a bit ridiculous is the fact that you know me prior to coming out and I feel like it's like two separate Kevin's always, you know what I mean? Mm. Without getting too deep about it. Because obviously I was quite a camp child anyway. But like since, like a lot of shit has gone down in the last 10 years, obviously, because we've like become adults-ish. Cute. Cute. Oh my God, anniversary. Cute adults. Fuck. <laughs> um, so context, myself and Kevin know one another because we went to the same drama school. Um, would we call it drama school? Performing yeah, arts. Performing arts, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Um, After school activities. Exactly, yeah. Extracurricular. We were in a few shows together. Um, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. In which you played a very convincing Auntie M. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you. you. Annie M. Who were you playing? Annie M. I was the scarecrow. But you're also the uncle at one night, weren't you? Oh, also, yeah. Yeah. Because, oh my God, I was getting those lines down. Oh my God, coupled reunited. No, uh, Podrick was actually my husband. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about you. You were nothing else. (laughs) Move over Podrick. (laughs) Podrick is now... Raging homosexual also, which is hilarious. He's... Moved to Australia before Gas. Christmas. Gas. Yeah. Are you very Gabronok? Pardon? Are you very Gabronok? Gabronok? Not really, because... We, oh, you live to, separately. And as well, I think it's very much a year thing, so... Mm. And I'll probably, you know, realistically, I'll, I think I'm going to actually plan a trip out there at some point during the Sorry. year. If, Which? now, I say that, I'd have the money there to get the bus home after this, I'll have to get now, my mouth to come who is Padraig? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like a was basically like Kevin's best like they were like Burton yeah young. we were just very like clung yeah <laughs> like very inseparable growing up we went to the drama school together and same class in actual school and how myself and Kevin have reconnected we I saw you and we were like hiya and you stopped me on the that road that was on Plunk Street we were just passing yeah and you were like hey girl how are things hey and hey hair hey hair yeah <laughs> identify her everyone's like oh yeah her with the mane <laughs> and then we saw each other in chambers and you complimented Sophie's jacket. Yes, that's how we know each other. A, a recurring theme in the was podcast. It, was it? No, it wasn't because you were out, so it wasn't New Year's Eve. A recurring theme in the 
like I love a stand. <laughs> I was on the dance floor with Boogie, Boogie and along, and then I get a tap on the shoulder, and then I get just jacket, colours, love. And then she's <laughs> like, yes. Colours, And then obviously, it's the Louis Pray Love. Kate. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kate obviously came along, and it was Chambers, so of course, you knew everyone there. Uh, <laughs> love, love the gays. Love. So love yeah, that. that's how we came to be. Yeah, but well, we should we do our little um, rapid fire questions? Rapid fire oh questions. God. Rapid fire questions. Sophie, do you want to hit us? Want to give us your full name? Full name: Kevin Joseph Finbar to me. Mm. Emphasis on Finbar. Emphasis on Finbar. That was a confirmation name because I know we had a brief discussion in previous podcasts. I say we, I mean he <laughs> about confirmation. Confirmation names. Um, oh, I'm not a true fan. I know. Someone who actually listened to the podcast. It's because I've listened to them all in like quick over the last few days that I'm like, the knowledge is like there. We have some yeah. people coming on being like, no, nah, I never listened before. <laughs> like, really? Okay. Yeah, it happened maybe twice. I think I'd be too frantic because I need to know. You just want to have a general idea of what way it's kind of going in the general. Yeah. We just kind of generally just have a chat. Just chat and tea. Chat and tea. Like we've moved. We to be fair, we've moved from G and T's to just. We've dropped the G and just have tea. Tease. So that was beautiful. That was Thank poetry. Rupee Core, is that you? Who? Rupee Core, the one who does all the the books. Rupee. Oh yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just like, don't understand what <laughs> you're saying. Wow, literature. Didn't no, you study English. I thought college? you were doing like something. You know, when you move the first letter to the other word, and I was like trying to, I was trying to be analytical, but it was just not existing. Cookie <laughs> four sounds like an odd like Korean porn genre. I love it. Um, what what is your Star sign. Um, Taurus. And how Orange. do you identify with star signs? Like? And so I didn't identify at all with star signs. Sometimes I see stuff coming up on Twitter or like there'll be a meme to do with. Mm, Scorpios, fuck them. Like star yeah. signs and stuff and I just can't get into it. I want to know more but then I believe you had a previous guest on who was also a Taurus and then I found out a, lot a bit them. more. The only thing I can always remember is Tauruses are meant to be quite headstrong. That's why I think of the bull, bull. and... Mm. that aspect but that's about as far as my knowledge did go but also you guys kind of enlightened me on a previous podcast but I still can't remember what you're you directed you're directive so like you yeah. kind yeah. of go head first into things I all think, in yeah. all in to all the things we can have like a little star sign debrief in the podcast maybe so true if I know nothing else about Tauruses we have internet um, <laughs> so true stunning right um, what we, other questions <clears throat> what is your relationship status She's single. <laughs> Baby. She's single. Are you ready to mingle? Um, I've I've actually never been in a relationship, so technically I've always been ready to mingle. I've mm. never been in a relationship. She's 25 years young. That's I, wasn't in a a, I wasn't in a proper relationship till this time last year. So. Really? Yeah. I just feel like it's just, it's never bothered me, but I suppose since moving away and then like I've close friends... Who are then like getting into relationships and then I'm kind of going and then I come home and then people are asking me like it's come to a point where which is really good that like I have relatives who are asking me like you know is there any fella on the scene which is you know yeah. then, which is really nice when I come home at Christmas and you know if my aunt or my uncle is saying it to me and I kind of going nah and I think they think I'm having them on and that I'm this like you know Be sex secretive. god over in London like living my life and riding all around me and having lots of fellas but like it's very much. I'm very much sec- sexually inactive. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, yeah, but... Um, Same here, love, to be honest. Same. And I think it's because my mum's been, like, saying this, but my mum, my mum's been saying it. Um, my mum's <laughs> been, like, asking me last month, and she's kind of, like, really getting into... This Christmas more so than 
before mm. and she's kind of going oh like you know is there any f-? like really quizzing me about the dating like or lack of dating that's happening and like just kind of so that's kind of making me think actually like why am I not in a relationship why has I never have I never gone there with it I don't know it's kind of I, I don't get too hung up about yeah, it no, yeah no because I think a lot of the time parents wise they were getting married younger whereas exactly. where you're having a prolonged adolescence and like really a career focused Generation. generation yeah, and like very much more based around their friends and stuff I feel yeah exactly so. and I think as well if you've been single for a while so like so this is the longest I've ever 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 been single in yeah. my whole life well since I started dating <laughs> my whole life since I was a baby <laughs> I've had a bum <laughs> since I was a child um, so this is the longest I've been single since I was I'm going to say on the cusp of 18 okay so I've been single for 6 months so I have the opposite problem where I feel like I need someone Constantly. Yeah, it's mental. And now I'm coming back to PH7, thanks to Sophie and I'm just her small group of friends. Mm-hmm. She has, we kissed the other night, it was intense. <laughs> <laughs> we did. It we was. actually shifted in the brogue. We'll tell the okay. story in a second. It wasn't romantical at I all. Like, because I'm a fucking organised mess. I was like, let me structure, I had a tech for our kiss. I was like, okay, so I, we just, and then, and then we'll like shift it out towards the end. And she was like, yeah, cool. We like teched. I'm actually imagining it perfectly and I get to see <laughs> yeah, the broke. Our friend Patrick just kind of looked aside and went, what just happened? Oh, and I was like, gone. I was gone for the gods. Gas. But, sorry. And then she probably talk with Chip. Honestly, it was a great day. Like, I'm a very respectful woman. Um, <laughs> so we, with like, as I mentioned, like Sophie, friend group, I'm really finding like PH7 and like back to like neutral with me. And then I'm like, I don't need anybody for now, but I'm open to it. Yeah. And I think that's such a lovely place to be in. It is, yeah. Like, I say that, like, there will be come times where, like, I'm on Tinder and I'm literally like, right, I need a, you know, I want to have a date this weekend and I'm, like, actively seeking it. Right. And, like, I just, and in my head, it's always at the back of my head where I'm thinking, well, it doesn't work like this. You know what I mean? Even Mm -hmm. though I know there's some Tinder success stories out there or there's, like, you know, people who've met on apps and there's, like, some statistics saying, like, that three out of five gay men in relationships now have met on an app. I presume it's roughly the same for heterosexual Yeah, I'd say so. Like, it's... People but, are afraid to talk to each other. Yeah, it's... I know when we were speaking that, about that... And even like if they is, don't meet through that, it's usually how you find out someone likes it is true, isn't it? Exactly. Or, like, it's brought up being like, oh, we matched on tickets. Exactly. Yeah. Because it does. It's like you're testing the water. Like, in this... Yeah. It's a lot easier than being rejected in person. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole need for a date thing, I definitely done that around Christmas time. So, like, I haven't been on a... I hadn't been on a date since um, July... And I went home over Christmas being like, and I think I'm just going to get it. Like, I'm going to have nothing to do when I go home. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just get a date or something. Like, I kind of had that in the back of my mind. I wasn't, pl- like, really, really planning it, but kind of had it in the back of my mind. And it wasn't through Tinder I got a date. It was actually through Twitter. Mm. Went on the date. And didn't oh, we went for two pints in Dublin. Grand, whatever. He yeah. was nice. He was a bit Out young, though. It is was, it staying? It was grand. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, yeah, one. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> So we were talking on Twitter or whatever and went for a couple of pints. Grant was lovely, bit young, um, but was really nice. Had a grand time. <laughs> Came home and he was, I was, I, as soon as I got on the bus, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to text him again. He was yeah. nice, but it just, I okay, wasn't really nice, feeling gonna, it. Yeah. And um, message me. Home and he was like messaging me, messaging, he was messaging me and stuff, but I was taking a while to reply. Yeah, like I knew myself by yeah. it, I wasn't into it. And then the next day I was like doing something, so I didn't really talk to him for the day and then was home and responded to whatever message he was. Like I was giving very bland replies. And then, so my sister is getting married this July. 
Christ. And I had mentioned this in conversation. Oh, Christ. And um, <laughs> he was like, oh, um, weird question. When is your sister's wedding again? And I went, oh, July, why? And he was like, oh, I was um, just wondering if we had a date, but I thought that might be a bit, you know. Excuse me? And I was like... <laughs> and, that's that's and I literally went, um, sorry, but no. And he just went, uh, yeah, I assume so. Sorry, oh, that was a bit weird. Imagine inviting yourself to somebody else's... But fully knowing it was weird. Like, uh, like, not even fair enough. Like, fair enough you went for it not thinking it was that's weird. Mental, but fully isn't it? knew it was weird. After like a, a what two three not even three hour date. Well, he was ready to buy the suit the next morning. He I was. Say. Yeah. He was. He was that ready. Expression I am made. But also like imagine inviting yourself to be someone's date to a wedding where they're a bridesmaid. He didn't know I was a bridesmaid. Oh, it's your sister's <laughs> wedding. I know. Of course. Well, I yeah. The boys don't think about streaming. Yeah. All these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, lovely little divergent which we always do. Oh yeah. I'm putting my glasses always. to read the list. Um. Relationship says okay. So you're single. Read us out your Tinder bio, please. Oh, yes. Jesus. Gorge. Oh, we'd like to have a little look at the Tinder as well, if that's okay. Oh, of course. All week. That's no problem. No, because I, I didn't do any. I was like, because you've done it with every guest. I was like, right, the Tinder. Did you do it up? Examination is coming. But I was <laughs> like, you know what? I'm not going to touch it because <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to leave it because as well, the thing is. I know you mentioned you had a lot of gay friends, so like if they've come across me before and they might be like, that was never it. That's what they remember. <laughs> that's what they remember. <laughs> that wasn't the one I seen it anyway. That's they memorizing my mind. Why is it? Oh, it is. So. Oh, you have a, oh, you have a, like I'm seeing chunks. There's I'm actually, you know, that chunks. I just, I'm very like OCD when it comes to layers and stuff, so I definitely. But like, that's two concise sections. Do you think? Okay. That's yeah, good. That's good. good. I you just, want, okay. Like, so it's just, fan of tea, yoga, bushy eyebrows, oat milk. My mum and Linda McCartney sausages. <laughs> that's so many things to start a conversation on. That's exactly, what that's always kind of giving like these leaders. And then I was saying, um, looking for someone who enjoys making babies laugh on public transport as much as I do. That's <gasps> oh, a bit weird. That is humbling. No, no that's that so is, cute. That, is See, that so actually cute. does get me a lot of like. And that's what started off with like, oh my god, I'm that person on the tube, making babies laugh. That you know what so I mean? Cute. So Honestly, I just think if a straight man had that boy, I'd be warmed. Warmed by the bio. Get into it. Stunning. Also, hinting at the fact that I'm a vegan, but I'm not a vegan. But also, kind of might be my meat like, aware. Meat aware. Environmentally aware. Sustainable sister. Exactly. Yeah. I'm. I'm here for it. Stunning. Also, dairy scary. All the rest of it. <laughs> dairy is scary. I love it. Do you want to see the? The oh, yes, yeah, the yeah, Sophie. We need an ASMR description, please. What's yeah. the smart description? <laughs> ASMR. Oh yeah. We just got pretty close to the mic. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying it about something. Go ahead. ASMR description. Are you lowering it or hiring it? Hiring it. ASMR description. <laughs> go, go, go. I'm just going to keep saying it. Um, so we have a lovely gorge picture now. Oh my god, that is a gorge picture. Um, like, cute. Like, love the colour scheme. So we have like a colour scheme of like blue and green with like a blue door and like a lot of green plantage. It's, it's a lot of greenery. Um, it's like what you'd see on your Instagram Explore page. Yeah, a paper Please. bag of <laughs> that you are holding. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you're just you keeping it. That's hilarious. You're saying what? Stop I'm gonna stop this more because I know it makes a lot of listeners feel uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> and um, but you're holding like a brown bag of lavender. Like that's very aesthetic. That was and for the bedside, yeah. I got the lavender. The bedside. Bedside. Yeah, for to the help sleep, with the sleep some bits. Also, and disclaimer. The big flowers. Love that. Only about half of those flowers actually belong to me and all. Yeah, but still for the pick. We're dead within the month, I'd imagine. 
Within a but month, it's still the pick, well. The pick has lasted <gasps> more than a month. Yeah, we have true. a glittered man. Also oh, yeah, wearing a she's a, glittered, honeys. It also like fits with the other photo because you're wearing a plant. Actually, plant yeah, I didn't think of that. That didn't come into my it thought fits. process when you're wearing cool so sunnies. You can tell it's like festival. Your friend has a cool tattoo. He does. Yeah. That's Is he my, an artiste? He's my best friend, PJ. He's not an artist, but I love the tattoo. It's very cool. Yeah, he's yeah. wearing very, he's cool really cool nice tattoos. great. So it's like I went to a music festival. I am cool. I have indie friends, and I. Don't. And then we have a gorge selfie. Oh look at that! You need the gorge iPhone selfie. You look like I was going to say Monte Cristo sandwich, but like, do you know like the Monte? What? No, listen. I'm about to get the giggles out. What I meant to say is Monte Carlo, but what came out was Monte, Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo sandwich. Yes. I want one of those. Very Monte Carlo. Oh my god, where can <gasps> I buy? And can then that's the truth. Can we? The shameless saucy pick at the end. But, but like, what? can we take in black briefs and a mirror? That's all he needed. For this photograph that's all you needed and you didn't need any more a bit of smoke a bit of vaseline yeah but you're just standing <laughs> like you didn't need to like you just like <laughs> but you know what <laughs> that was taken i was at my paw drink it was his sister's wedding that. she got um sorry context it's just kevin in a pair of jocks in a mirror sorry just but, strip there's actually like take a picture would you that was the next morning off the cake <laughs> That was the next morning after the wedding, right? So hungover. Oh my god. I was hungover. I was hanging in my hole, but I'd been for. I think I'd been for about four consecutive hangover poos. And my body was just looking snatched because I was so dehydrated. And I had nothing. I had nothing left in my system to show up in my flesh. So it's just showing bones. I was like, oh. And then there was a mirror behind me as the bathroom that I just walked out of. I was like, oh, she's taking a pick. I honestly that's how it went down and yeah and look and look it made onto my Tinder bio and that's that's it that's the whole thing Stunning. and you're less than a kilometre away we stand we're here honestly A plus really yeah yeah that's fab like that's... you have a good bio you're giving a lot of range for yourself you're showing you have friends because someone else took that picture where they're not all their own your own like yeah and I like the fact that your shirtless picture like your saucy picture is the last picture so it's like you know what you yeah. swiped this very you deserve a treat it's, it's, that, that's first. a good way of thinking yeah. I had it because I was like if I was at to have it at the start and people were just swiping automatically on you know cause mm. that my body looks nice in that particular pic and it's just a bit you know what I mean I just don't want to attract that person you know what I mean I get it I, I get want it. them to be like oh, they, oh he's throwing in a saucy pic <laughs> to, I, to, I so get that you know build. what I mean build. Build. exactly all of my all of my female friends like their first photograph really depends if they're looking for like the cute relationship date me mm-hmm. or that it's like the sexy I just want to have I can't remember the right pictures. sort of pic I've been on Tinder in a very long time neither have I a well I'm out of time. likes apparently which is hilarious um, not going to comment on my Tinder <laughs> um, very active um, very <laughs> it's going off right now I've had to mute going my off, phone um, earned myself a new pen pal Mike Ryan will be disappointed I'm sorry yeah. um yeah, that's for a shout out, but I'm not going to give it to him. Uh, <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. Um, okay, so what's something that pisses you off? Yes. Oh, um, I really hate it, and it's only become a thing since I've come home because I'm forever a bus wanker because um, I don't know how to drive because I'm a homosexual. Um, <laughs> That is such a thing, to be honest. It is. It is. Well, I thought I it was. I know a couple. I know two gays. There's a lot of, of gays. I know a lot of gays. I know a lot of gays. 
And a few of my friends who are driving, but I just thought of... Dublin gays are terrible, except really? for one. I know so many Dublin gays, and I know one that drives. That's because, I suppose in Dublin as well, you don't need to. No. You know what I mean? Because the trend... And where you can park your car, and all of these things, yeah. and space, and... But, but um, I hate when you're sitting on a bus, or when you get onto a bus, and there's someone sitting on the outside seat, and there's <gasps> evidently people looking for a seat. Like, going, wait, sit one seat in you, pick... I do. Yeah. The only reason, the only time I'll do that is if it's kind of empty bus. But then, obviously, if it's an empty bus, you're good to it's go. Not yeah. Of, like but when it's like there's other people. There's sitting people in. But then if there's people actually looking, I'll obviously move in. Or if it's an old person, I'll obviously move. Yeah, in. obviously move it. But there's people that, like, and I'm the type of person I can bite my tongue. Like if there's someone, if I see someone looking for a seat, and I have a seat. I see someone sitting on the outside. I'll be like, oh, sorry, that person's looking for a seat. You might have to move in. Not as aggressive <laughs> as that. I might just slip it in there. Do you I know hope what I mean? it is aggressive. Well, obviously, funny, also, depending on what the person looks like, I'm not going to be saying that to... Yeah. If I can take them, I will say that. <laughs> if they're smaller than me. I get that, though. I get that so much from moving home there recently. Like, getting the bus home is stressful. Getting the bus into work is stressful. stressful. And when people just have the complete lack of awareness or lack of respect for the people, it's just very, like... We're all in this sweatbox together. Exactly. We're, we're all, all on all this bus. Together. We're not happy about it. Let's just try and... Do a high school musical and exactly. be all in the together. Most of the used to be a lot. Really? Because piles of people, like, yeah. everyone finishes half-life Amtran, I think, same and you just all be piling onto the same bus. Yeah. You're all just, like, squeezed together, being like, oh. Have you ever been in a bus that's so, such a sweatbox that you can't tell if you're at your stop or not? Because the windows are so Because, oh my fast. God, is there anything more disgusting? And any time that happens, you're just sitting on the bus, and I always, for some reason, just think, oh my God, my skin. Yeah, I'm always you know the same. What I'm I mean? like, that's on all me. of this breath on my skin, this <laughs> this moistured <laughs> breath. You know what I mean? This vaporized of these mankish bus people. No, that was edit. That's <laughs> no, that's I'm one of those manky bus people. So. so no, also people who ride buses are manky. Just for it's clarification. <laughs> You're gonna um, get like the majority. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Not all. I'm completely kidding. Completely Moving kidding. on. What is something that makes you happy to end on a positive note? Happy. Um, I, I'm happy when I see my mum smile. That sounds so oh, egg. But I am like a big, like I'm such a man's boy and like I love, I saw, it, it is obviously coming from me, but I saw a post and it was like, happiness is seeing your mum smile. And I've never like, related to like one of those quotes more. I was like, actually, you know what? Don't you love seeing, presumably you've good, if you have a good relationship with your man, would you love seeing your man smile? Or not just your man for anyone, you know, like if you've done something nice for your sibling or for your dad even or whatever, and they're smiling. Yeah. It's nice and this. Yeah, it's something kind of, especially with, as you said, if you have a good relationship with your man, it's kind of like, do you know what now? You raise me and I'm paying you back slowly. Exactly. Yeah. And not even if it's me making my mum <clears> smile or I love, like, if my mum's telling me something funny that happened or she's coming up and she's laughing, I love, you know what I mean? Seeing your mum laugh or. I'm, or Smiling like it's nice than this. Lovely. Yeah, it is nice. I'm yeah. unreal. That's very cute. <laughs> also, oh I'm very cute. Let me put that on the Tinder bio. <laughs> Love making my mum smile. Now that's a bit. That would be a bit. Yeah. yeah. It's you make baby smile. Yeah. I'm making your mum smile. Yeah. Be weird. Yeah. <laughs> I just love making people smile. Hi, I'm an entertainer. <laughs> I just try to appease people. <laughs> Fuck. Um. That's a quick, quick fire. That was a very quick fire. Where are you? Oh my god. Where are you at in life? What are you up to? Where are you at? What is your job? All that kind of stuff. And not. your like residence, so people know. Am I? Where am I? I okay. Currently, I've been home for the last 
Um, nine weeks. I have one week left in Cork. So I've been home for nine weeks doing that. I'm just a dancer. There's four main dancers. Well, I'm the dance captain in it, which is nice this year because um, I've done it before and... It's just nice having that like added responsibility, and also it means like you know I just need warm ups and stuff. Oh, and cool. when the choreographer, so the choreographer is living in Spain. He's from. He's living in Barcelona. He's teaching in the Institute of Arts out there. He's been home and since he's left, kind of. I say the shows in my hands. It's not that much of a responsibility. It just means if anyone's sick or if someone's injured or if placing needs to be changed, that kind of falls on me, kind of thing. Oh, Which cool. is, yeah. So it's been. It's nice having that recognition. It's been nice. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of and that added bit in the program for my mom to go all week. You know what I mean? <laughs> Back to making Back mom smile. Back to mom. Can we just talk about my mom, please? <laughs> oh, I sound like a fella with um, an Oedipus complex or something, don't I? <laughs> oh my God. I need to calm down with the mom talk. No, I'm weak. I love it. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that. Uh, next week, I go home. Go home. I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. I go back to London. Cork is home. Um, I'm I call in. Cork home. My mom gets, I think my mom gets a bit sad yeah. every time I do it. That's why I'm, I'm like, oh, I have to go home. And she's like, what? And I'm like, it's the exact same that's the only reason I said it before and my dad's actually the kind of emotional one when it comes to like me being away it's kind of weird Mm. so um, yeah so going back to Stratford I'm living in Stratford in London zone 2 honey yeah so going back there um, I was I'm obviously kind of like auditioning like in between working like part time job and stuff I was working in a restaurant Mm. I've quit before coming back because I just kind of had... I don't want to go back to hospitality. I want to do something. I don't know, like kind of... I had this idea that I'd do my... um, I'm really into yoga and I was like, oh, I'll get my yoga teacher qualification this year. But then I was like, actually, the expense of... I'm going to wait. I'm kind of aiming for a kind of mid-year. So like May, maybe start doing that because that's when a lot of the courses start up as well anyway. So So yeah, very much... I'm going back in January and I'm kind of... I have a lot of shit to do. Like, I have to get my shit together. You know what I mean? But I kind of have mini plans in place. But, like, when you're getting your shit together, you're, like, totally in transition. So you have actually endless possibilities when you think about it. Yeah. When yeah. Someone said that to me. Well, some, someone said something along those lines to me recently. And I was actually like, you know what? You're, I am just a bit frantic. It is weird. Of course. Going back because it's, like, all oh, London, the expense of it and all the rest. And I don't have a job. Now I've saved up a bit of money from being home and stuff and, like, just living at home for 10 weeks and just working away. But um, Mammy dinners. Which will keep me going for a while, but I'd also like to like you know. Just start working straight away, not just be like spending all my savings. You know what I mean? So totally. Yeah. So it's fine. Living in London, what brought you to London? So I moved over in two thousand fourteen. I went because I was in UCC here in Cork. I was studying business with French or commerce with French is the name of the course. Um, Stunning. Did that, and I was like, you know what? It's a laugh. I'm kind of loving it. My course were such, <coughs> like, mad crack. We actually had such a laugh, and, like, the mm. nicest, like, bunch of people. To the point where I'm still in touch with... I was only there for a year, and I'm still in touch with a few of them. Like, my friend um, Fiona, she's just... Who would have been the person I was close to. She's just moved over to London recently. I've met up with her over there, you know no, what I mean? Which That's really, really nice. nice. Um, but after first year, I did my, like, summer exams and stuff, but I was like, you know what? Um... I was always doing, like, obviously, because we went to, like, drama school together. Mm. I was always doing that. And it was always at the back of my mind because I was such a swat in school. And, like, even when I came to going to UCC, I was, like, a major, like, like library head, which sounds so cringy, but I was. And I was, like, mad into it. And I was, like, right, I'm going to go, like, hell for leather. And um, the whole, I wasn't even part of, I was part of the dance society, but um, I didn't do dramatic or anything. And I just felt like the whole dancing thing in general and acting kind of took a back seat. Mm. And I was like, this is only first year. This is only going to get more intense as I go into second, third year or whatever and do my year abroad. So I was like, 
I think if I don't do it now, I'll have the regret of having not tried. Sure. And I was like, I can always go back to education. I'm the type of person who I know. Anyway, I'm going to go back and study at some other point. You know what I mean? And as well, for me, I kind of did business because I was kind of like fairly good at accounting and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's like a general degree. Have a mix of everything. And then have the added language. But then I was like, but business can be really fucking boring. Like you've all these modules like management, management information systems. And like, you're kind of going, why am I actually... You know, and as a type of person as well, this sounds so ridiculous again, but like I, I, I wasn't, like I wouldn't skip lectures and stuff, you know what I mean? So I was like, major, like, nerd. Like that person, people were like, oh no, but you were doing college, like. Doing what you were supposed to do. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, I, yeah, people were like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I was just like major swat. So, um, yeah, and I was like, you know what, if I don't do it now, but definitely like had zero funds to my name to go and do that. So, and I was like, and because I had, hadn't been dancing that much that year, I was like, I need to like build up my standards to what I was again and like go take extra classes and like work and save money. So I went to audition for Stephanie for the dance course there, which was like, it was just really good because like for the money that you pay and to be dancing like Monday to Friday, um, Training. just builds up, it's good foundation, you know what I mean? For anyone to go away. So, and it was like, it's in Cork. You know what I mean? I couldn't really complain. I was able to work in the evening. I was working in the cafe in the CUH in the evenings and the weekends. So saved up a bit of money. Auditioned throughout the year for various um, institutions in institutions. <laughs> for various establishments of dance and dramatic arts. And um, yeah, ended up going to a place called Masters in... It wasn't a Masters course. As I bumped into someone there at Christmas and was like, how's the Masters going in dance? I was like, oh my God. The name of the gaff was Masters. <laughs> the name of the gaff. The institution. Uh, the name of the institution. And um, yeah, so went there for three years and graduated. Then, yeah, so that's what brought me over to London initially. Then went to work for Royal Caribbean for six months. Went over to Asia. Travelling on, on a boat. On a boat. On a big boat. On a yacht. On a, it was a yacht. I think it was, yeah, it was definitely a yacht. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so when travelling around, it was really nice. As a performer. Yeah, as a dancer on the ship production. I was really lucky because there was a guy who... I always wanted to kind of do a cruise. Just It's a good way, again, of like saving money. Because like once I finished uni, I was like, oh my God, I never sent to my name kind of thing. Mm. And then you just go and travel the world for free, get paid for it. You know, Stunning. It's, really ni- it's a really nice you way to... You can't spend and, a ton of money on a ship. You, like. Exactly. But you can't like at all. Like you, It literally goes into... Unless you want to do all the bits. And I have friends who are like, oh, I'm going to buy a Mac and I'm going to buy... Whatever, and I was just kind of like, right, I'm moving into central London once I finish this, I need to be kind of savvy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, so we got to see like China, went to Japan, South Korea, we went to Vietnam. Oh my gosh. The Glam. Check through the Instagram if you want to see some previous pics. There's a gorgeous gorgeous shot of me in a kimono. um, (laughs) Should I your hand? Should I your hand? It's at, I'm probably going to get this wrong, it's at Kevin, the number two, M-E. We'll put it in the description. Oh, I've, I've, my friend Claire Toomey is Claire Toomey. At the number two, numerical. Yeah. Come on, numerical. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it used to be, so is this thing, I've been, I won an audition that I went to there, um, was it last year? I kind of just graduated. They asked for my, they asked for your social media handles for, oh, for yeah, different yeah. apps. Because it's like, for it's some cool shows thing. now, it's good, like, if you have a lot of f- followers, they'll check you out and that can sell a show, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, especially for some of these dancers who have like crazy you know, we're in the thousands and stuff of followers. And mine at the time was the real little seal girl. And I was trying to change it at the venue because I, so I wouldn't have to write it down. And I was the like, real little seal 
That was for anyone who's aware of the show on Nickelodeon as told by Ginger. And she had a friend Macy who sang Um I Believe Oh my god And it used to be like my party trick that I used to kinda do and I used to do like a thing now haven't done it in years and won't be doing it for the sake of the podcast either. oh my god but like that was it and I was like oh my, and I was just frantic at this audition being like and all these like really cool like London dancers around me and they're all putting down there and I'm going oh my god and here I was like definitely had no dad I left and I was like oh my god how can I change so like change this that evening I was like learn so learn from your mistakes what we're gaining from this conversation is follow Kevin so he can get a dancing job oh no, my god I'm a little seal girl oh my god get me a gig <laughs> give me a gig uh, give me a gig I do weddings I do um, christenings bar mitzvahs all of the above <laughs> you can hire me as a personal dancer for the day oh my god hen parties my friend actually who was a dancer ended up teaching um, just randomly someone got one of his friends got on to him and was like oh would you be interested in teaching like a group of my friends for like their hen like doing like a hip hop for the laugh and he's like get a fair Went to money for it. So yeah, uh, who's who's getting married? Who's, who's, who's getting married? Oh my god! I have to raise the hand. Oh really? Oh my god! It's settled. Bollywood themed. Oh, you're going to Lisbon? Yes. Oh fuck! Oh my god! You want to get over to Lisbon? Well, I wanted to go last year for Eurovision. <gasps> I know. I thought. Sorry, I have a story. I thought my mum was like, "What do you want to do? Like, what do you think should be going for the hen?" Blah blah. And like my mom and my sister are very like minded, and okay. I'm just very not like minded yeah. of them. And I was like, the Eurovision, we should go. This oh was before it was Israel, might I say? Oh my god, um, imagine <laughs> Israel on the um, So I was thinking, somewhere gorgeous, we should go to the. If it's somewhere gorgeous, we should go to the Eurovision. Like that would be gas. Galestine. And they love the Eurovision. Gas, that would be gas. And I, they were, they, and they love the Eurovision as well. So I thought that would be brilliant, and we watched it every year and everything. And um, mom was like, uh, Sophie, uh, no. They both looked at me like I had two heads. It's just very like, difficult to get tickets as well, though. It's like I think so, and it's probably like scheme. hella expensive. Yeah, really expensive. You get T-shirts that says hashtag Galestine on the back. Oh of my god, Galestine! I love. We're not. I'm not. We're going to Lisbon. This way, there's no war. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, get the T-shirts anyway. My friend Michal Feelin. Do you know who Michal? Do you know him? I feel like I'm so out of the cork loop. Michal he's actually Edinburgh. He's in Edinburgh now. Yeah. Um, he was big on the Edinburgh. old Edinburgh, on the big old theatre scene here for a little mm. bit. And himself, so Michal has a Eurovision party every single year. So he gets the big blow up letter balloons. So it says Eurovision in big gold letters. And there's, so it's like a lottery. You get your names, you have to vote. And every time there's like a super zoom, it's a drink, all of that sort of stuff. Okay, I love, yeah. Um, But he's moved to to Edinburgh. Edinburgh, So what are we going to do? I'm fucking sure. There's a gap in the market. I'll be holding the Eurovision, I guess, this year, Michal. Michal, come to Sophie's Eurovision party. (gasps) Michal, host your Eurovision party in Sophie's house. Or have it in Edinburgh and you can just travel, like, fly to Edinburgh or, like, what? I don't know. Let's just all go to Edinburgh. I've just invited myself to me home. You'd love each other. I made Euro buns the last time. I made, like, um, navy buns with the stars. Oh, nice. Euro buns. Yeah, we had one last year. It was just kind of our Irish friends who live in um, Stratford. They're from Cork as well. well, Three of them and then one of them is Greek, my friend Harris. But they had it. It's just a mad laugh, isn't it? And then yeah. you all getting the. It's such an innocent like. It is, yeah. Thing of fun. And it was the first time I ever placed because I was so so sure of Fuego winning. It was the first time I ever placed a bet online. <gasps> I downloaded the Betfred app and I was like, oh my god, how funny that I'm going betting. I suppose on horses or something. It's actually the only. <laughs> and um, yeah, she came second, the bitch. <laughs> no, she's not a bitch because I actually love her. I went to see her. She was in London. Who's she? 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 Who's she
She was Cyprus, wasn't she? Yeah. She was like, go I, was, home. I don't think I even watched it this year. Oh, that can be her song. I didn't because I had no TV in my own place. I didn't watch it this year. Oh, really? She was, um, she was like uh, a Beyonce type. She was in Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. like no, I actually was kind of into Israel's entry as well. The yeah, but- yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. I didn't actually like her performance that much. I really liked. Um, oh fuck, what's his name? I have them downloaded on my Spotify. Um, I think he was Czech Republic. Okay. Joseph. Okay, yeah. Um, ooh, girl, the backpack guy. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, very, there were so many good injuries last year. I was kind of. Um, halftime show. I'm. I need to talk about something. There was a halftime show. <laughs> the way they always have the halftime thing, like Riverdance got very famous. There is an underrated one, and I think it was the 2016 one, where it was Love, Love, Peace, Peace. It was the best thing I've ever seen in my entire was life. Was it contemporary dancers? It was all of the best Eurovision entries. It was like a parody of all the best Eurovision entries. Oh, ever yes, I remember, yeah. That was mind blowing, and no one talks about it. Love, Love, Peace, Peace. Love, Love, Peace, Peace. Because they're like making fun of like what are Eurovision songs about, like, uh, Peace or Love. Like, what was that on? Yeah. Yeah. I know the presenters were yeah. that, oh, that was the year of the really gas in. So Podrick, back to Podrick. This is a Podrick podcast. <laughs> we're on full. Um, I haven't spoke to Podrick in ten years. So he's like <laughs> massive, like Eurovision queen. Like I remember when we were back in. It was definitely the start of secondary school. So like thirteen, fourteen. I one once googled Podrick's name to try and like see what like if there's any embarrassing photos and stuff, <laughs> and I found Podrick writing. In the depths of a Eurovision, <laughs> like, what do they call like, chat room, basically ripping other countries' pieces <laughs> and giving his take on, like, block voting. So he must, and he was definitely around 12 when he wrote, and I remember finally going, and it was so funny because, like, it was just his full handle, and I remember being like, oh my god, this is just priceless. This is my best friend. <laughs> Do you know what I remember? I just had a, a recollection, a recollection, like a memory of you, um, was when probably the last time we spoke was I was waiting for a bus on St. Mel and I saw you and I was like oh how are things whatever little chit chat and you were like oh I'm just coming from a job and I was like oh what were you doing he was like writing reviews for restaurants do you remember that <laughs> <laughs> he was right, he was like an in-house reviewer for restaurants so, so did you go I have a meal like when you like food doing, when I was doing it was secret shopping like oh, all of these stupid things yeah. when you're like first looking for a job and like you're and I just searched online and I got a job as a secret shopper now restaurants is the funniest thing because <laughs> I was definitely only ever got asked to do 80 rockets <laughs> it was 80 rockets and I had to go in and basically they just paid me for ages I've just actually broken the first rule of being a secret shopper which is to never reveal like, <laughs> um, but I was it's like just, I was going around uh, literally I was bait now there was a time there where I was eating like Eddie Rock and as well I had to go by myself as part of like the the breakdown for the job and um, I was going to Eddie Rock I'd say like if anyone came across me they must have been like what is he up to sitting in Eddie because like what a weird place to be going to as well by yourself not exist in Cork anymore no you closed now, it down I remember <laughs> All my shocking reviews. <laughs> Tragic. The milkshakes weren't even frothy. Yes. Oh chicken God. nuggets. I can't believe you remember that. I'm vegan because of the chicken yeah. nuggets in it. Oh my God. I'm never touching chicken again. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe you remember that. Yeah, I just had that flashback. When just you there. first mentioned that, I was like, oh my God. Wait, was I actually reviewing restaurants at the time? Like, cause it sounds like some form of bullshit that I could have made up as well. Invented, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just have a recollection of that. That was so funny. Um, oh. So tell us a bit about like what it was like 
Or what it is like auditioning. Like, what is that like? Yeah. Because, mm. like, I studied drama in college. Okay, cool. So, like, essentially, my dream should be to be going out to all these auditions and, like, not yeah. obviously dance ones, but for me. But um, people I know, like, would go out and do auditions and stuff, but I don't know what the process yeah. is. Like, I watch a YouTube video on and stuff, but, like. It's yeah, so always supposed there's not really a set, like, procedure for. It depends, obviously, on the nature of the audition. So, mm. a lot of what I was going to was musical theatre. Mm. like jobs or whatever initially when I first came out because I wanted to do a cruise I was going to like cruise audition cruise audition cruise audition and like a lot of them tend to be open calls so that's basically for people who don't have an agent or unrepresented it means anyone mm. can it's go like to a calls. cafe call basically exactly. there's an open call for the Spice Girls there is yeah I saw it so it's Paul Roberts who is like the creative behind it and he's like he used to be one of the patrons of the college I went to and he's like really amazing he was like the creative behind all like the One Direction lads and their tours and stuff like huge names. Would you go for Spice Girls? Huh? Are you going for Spice Girls? I don't know like it's kind of I'm definitely more musical theatre I'm not really cool you know what I mean? <gasps> what are you talking about? You're wearing an oversized yeah. versatile Oh my god are you serious right now? Look at the hack of me <laughs> in this room. Sorry on the Spice Girls like Oh, honestly, like we love the Spice it, Girls. Like, like, if you're going on coolness, like Spice Girls, like it's gonna be mammies going to. It's going, but is it? But as well, I'd say they're going to try and like elevate like that. Like, obviously, you're gonna have all the bangers and all the old classics, but I think it's going to be like, like who else? Like we'll say, like the Steps. Steps had a reunion there last year, and like the choreography and stuff, and the dancers for it were insane. You know what I mean? Because they need the well. Maybe they're past their prime. Not saying Spice Girls are at all, because I'm a complete Spice Girls stan. But like, you know what I mean? You you. There's so much hype surrounded. They need to make it into this like incredible, you know. Imagine having Spice Girls tour on your CV. Imagine having it on. No, imagine just being able to work with being Spice on in the rehearsal room. Imagine in the back of Emma Baby Spice every day. Right and slam it to the left and <laughs> I've Mel B. You know what I mean? What Weak. a scream! Go for it. I don't know. I'll see. I don't know. I, I think this mission date could be passed all, but I'm such like you know what I mean. I'd be weak. But so yeah, so I mostly was going to. These like cruise auditions, which huge amounts of people are showing up at it. Literally, they're like, cut, cut, cut. You could be there all day. You could be queuing from like you could arrive at Pineapple or wherever the dance auditions are, and you there'll literally be a queue around the corner, literally for people to go in and and there might be two eights of choreography. And there might be like right numbers one hundred and six and one hundred and nine. Like hang around, and we'll see, see you again, later like... in the afternoon. You know, kind of a thing. Um, so that must like, be so hard with the job. It's t- like it's tough. Like I'm fortunate that um, I have an agent. Well, had an agent. I I'm I've had to drop. I say drop my agent as if I'm like oh, I just dropped them because I was like you know, Tana Mojo. Like I didn't want to. No, but I'm <laughs> like I'm hopefully signing with someone new in the once I go back. Um, I've just a meeting lined up. Um, but for people who don't have like it's tough to get people think oh you go to dance college or you go to drama college and like that's the hard work in getting in and going you know what I mean mm. but it's like once you finish like if you don't get an agent like it's tough you have to go to, you just have to show up to these auditions where you're literally just a number you might even be seen because whatever way they stagger the lines and stuff especially if it's a dance call which typically it would be first for like for a cruise or whatever you could be in the back line, you might even be seen, and they'll be like, wait, thanks, you've cued some. Like, even, let's say, for instance, our, um, they had auditions for 42nd Street, open auditions there oh, wow. last year, and people were like, like I know people who, like, people were coming from all over the country to come down and, like, get into the audition because it was, like, an open call. There was people who were queuing all day and, like, you know, didn't even get seen for it because they didn't even, you know, have time Fuck. to, like... So it's mental. Like, um, then I've been to, like, really nice auditions where... 
like if it's a so if your agent has submitted you for something on Spotlight, are you familiar with Spotlight? It's basically like LinkedIn per, mm. for performance. Mm-hmm. So your agent will submit you on that for a gig that comes up, and um, if the casting director like likes your headshot, likes your CV, be like, yeah, we'll see him. So it might be, you know, there could be forty people asked. Which is nice, so you're in a room and like typically if it's for like a West End gig or like something like um happening in London like a musical, it will always be over a series of days, you know what I mean? There might be initial dance call, you could be asked back in the afternoon to come back the next day again to dance again, then they might want to hear some, you know, script work and stuff. So it's kinda yeah, it depends on like I've been for an advert where I literally had to go in and just like I was asked to suck on a word that's an original and I just had to like show that it was like the, they were saying like oh imagine it's the tastiest thing you've ever tasted and like just give us a load of like face you know what I mean and I was just in doing that and it was a laugh like because I was like completely going obviously didn't book it since I'm not the face of words just originals <laughs> but, um, but like and then there was another audition there which honestly I so we got in <laughs> oh no the crowd just went fuck it let's just do a soul train right and I was going, what the fuck? People were going, and you'd lads in there who were like, these like cool lads, and he's like, I keep saying, like, cool person, but I really am when you take Explain what a soul train is. Yeah, So that's the thing. Is. So, like, I was racking my brain thinking, and all I could think of was at the end of Greece where they put their hands over, you know, where they make like I a, it's going like a, a tunnel like. and they go under. But <laughs> it's, so it, it kind of is that, but it's not. It's like basically you stand on two lines and you walk up in twos and you peel around and you go down you basically dance down the length of the room oh my god it's like what oh they did god, yeah. in the last season season 10 they yeah. had the soul train at the start with all over yeah the exactly that kind of, like it's literally that but like you have these lads who are like going <laughs> I know what you're okay. <laughs> but these lads who are going like and I'm there giving a tip making <laughs> double pirouette and you have lads who are literally like just the coolest like hip hop dance breaking like throwing in flips and like doing all <laughs> being like oh my god if there is a hole in this earth can it swallow me immediately because I do not want to make it to the end of this life and then I remember my my, my friend was at it and he was like so I have this thing where I do like a hitch kick in the air and I like do a death drop right <gasps> once my friend drop. broke his coccyx oh Christ by death dropping oh, we don't want that and like, oh, he was like oh my god worth it though but on the I, ground oh, I couldn't get up <laughs> Had to sit and sit in a ring for like four months. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it for the reaction and the free drink. But I had like I have this thing where like if it comes to like freestyling an audition where I like I'll panic and I'll always end up like whipping it out. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you have lads and they're doing like these crazy like tumbling tricks around. But you. they couldn't death drop. And you're like, going, oh my god, what will I do? So. <laughs> And my friend, before we lined up, I was like, oh my God, I need to leave. And he's like, don't you be funny. He just went, just don't do the death drop too soon. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And I swear we were four counts in. And I just went, oh, I've nothing. And I did the death drop. And I just went, was like, because it is a lot. And it makes like a loud noise because like you're falling back and using your whole body weight to like collapse. And so I was like, okay. Jesus, take the wheel four counts in. <laughs> Jesus, take the... And what did you do after that? Because you must not have oh been down God, the line. I presumably. How did you get back up from a death drop? Frawled. <laughs> it's all a blur from that point on. But it's definitely like um, a promiscuous. Do you get a call back? Crawl. It was just big. It was just like they cast from. It was for. That was to be with an agency. Right. For their books. And. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't get any emails that afternoon. Uh, my friend got books from it, which is amazing, and he's gotten a lot of work from them. Brilliant. Gorgeous. My housemate PJ, who is the person in the picture with me in the, in in the Tinder. Yeah, You're so just like Parkinson. Like, well, I'm there just going. Oh, like, it's just so off-putting. Like when you're at a audition and you see like and like there's lads at the side and they're going yes and they're like on reacting to people doing tricks and <laughs> they're doing. <laughs> Obviously <Christy>. not. Yes. <laughs> why they're they're, why they're breaking a sweat in an audio? <laughs> doing all the bits. And then, <laughs> Stage. I just, just went into a crab instead of crawling around the length of the room for those of you who couldn't see. And um, what would you say you like study love dances? Like what would you brand um, your style of dance? Like musical theatre, like I love all those like I love a lot of like l- legit like old school um musical theatre shows. So like that type of jazz like Chicago or Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Classify yeah. yourself as a dancer primarily. So, okay, so when I came... When I came. When I came. <laughs> Stop <laughs> When I was in Cork, so I was always studying like drama and acting, and that was always like my thing. Mm. Then when I first, I went and auditioned for... They were doing Oliver in the Opera House, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. Audition for it. Hadn't really danced, but the choreographer who was doing it was like, oh kind of was like oh like you can dance kind of a thing where are you where are you studying at the moment or where are you going to dancing and I was like I wasn't so I really got into dancing and it was like I wanted because I fell in love with musical theatre then I wanted to be able to dance like I wanted to be like a strong dancer as well but I still it's weird I still classify myself as an actor but I went to what is essentially a dance college and I most of the stuff I get put up for like for musical theatre things, it's always the dance call will be first, you know mm. what I mean? And it's kind of that hard, because I'm not, like, I can sing and I can do, do ensemble work, but I'm never, like, I'm never going to be, like, a West End leading male, you know what I mean? So it's like... Not with that attitude. Not with this attitude. In fact. I'm never going to be... No, like, there's definitely, like, I'm yeah. not, I mean, I'm not going to play, like, Fierro and Wicked, or I'm not going to play... You know what I mean? That, like, yeah. not putting myself down, I just know, like, what I'm suitable for, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of like, so yeah, but I still say I'm in, I kind of want to do more act, acting-y bits. But at the same time, because I've gone to a dance college, if I'm going auditioning or if I'm going being submitted for something, they're like, oh, he's, he hasn't trained at Rad or he hasn't trained at Lambda or, or Guildford. So like, like he's not an actor. It's just, it's like, it's kind of like a snobbery, I suppose, or like this, um, this thing that people presume in London that, oh, if you're trained in musical theatre, you're not an actor you're a musical theatre performer and they're two completely separate things yeah. which is kind of ridiculous really because yeah there are completely different styles but as performers in general the first thing you have to be able to do is like be versatile you know what I mean mm-hmm. and like when I was home in court like because the musical theatre scene is smaller I was like I was doing a lot of plays you know what I mean like I know I was working I did a few shows with Marion Wyatt and stuff and I wasn't dancing in them, you know what I mean? And, uh, like, acting is my love. I love going... I love going to see theatre in general, but I love, like, going and see a pl- to see a play that, like, really, like, Put takes it out of me, you know it, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then afterwards, I just have this rocket up my ass, and I'm going to go, like, yeah, I need to I need to start getting myself into the room and getting out of auditioning more. Cool. What's your favourite play? Um, well, I went to see The Inheritance, and it was honestly, 
like the most incredible thing I've ever seen. I can't think of the writer's name. Um, but it's and it's literally just taking London by storm. It's closing next week. I was and it's done in two parts, so it's seven hours long in total. Jesus. And so like yeah, two three and a half hour like so I went. I think I actually went on two separate days. So I went on say on a Friday, and then I saw the second part on Saturday evening. But it was like, and I went by my. I tend to go to the theater a lot by myself, just because a lot of the time, if I've like, if I find out, oh, I'm not working tomorrow, or if I'm like, oh, I've nothing to do tonight, and no one's around, I'll be like, I'll see if can I get a last minute ticket, you know, yeah. ticket, and just you can always get like last mm. minute deals and stuff. So um, but went to see it, and I've it's so it's like um, it's based on the writings of E.M. Forster and um, his play plays Morris and there's another play that I'm reading at the moment and then it kind of talks about what it means basically to be a gay man now and it's um, it's based in the States so it's kind of very much dealing with like post-Trump being elected and um, the rise of the there's, a whole, there's a whole lot in it like I can't really do it justice in like um, <clears throat> a mini synopsis but like like it delves into a lot and it's very like emotionally drained like you would find yourself literally like at one point I was like blubbering around me and it's very special in a way that you're in the theatre because it's LGBT themed you're in a theatre with primarily gay men and all of it is the content is so relatable Mm -hmm. so I'm sitting in the audience by myself and I'm just seeing faces all around me like wiping their like tears from their face and like sniffles happening to me and it's just so I don't know, it's just, it's beautiful. And I can't really say more than that. And even the staging of it is so simple and, like, there's just really, really gorgeous. It's just, I haven't been that affected by something in so long. Yeah. And I suppose, again, it's a lot to do with the fact that the writing was so close to home or relatable and you're kind of going... Uh, it was just really... Mm. And the actors in it are, like... Incredible. Like, in... Incredible. I couldn't get over It's amazing. And I know it's like, oh, you probably want to go see it now and stuff, and it's kind of wanky that it's closing. But um, really, just really... I have a copy of the play if you want someone to borrow it. It's like... It's just like a cast of like 11, 12 men. And it's just done on like a rise and... Like at one point, not to give too much away, but there's a lot of... So there's this house that they go to that features in it where... Which originally was a house where um, one of the characters would take gay men to like when they had it if they had AIDS and where they would essentially go to die if they had no like family if they were you know because they were essentially like cast aside by society and by their families and friends so he kind of took them into this house and there's a lot of mention that's lead up to the house and I was kind of thinking oh how are they going to do this and they had it as just like a doll's house at the back of the stage oh. that just opened like I said the back of the set opened up and it just to reveal this like beautiful doll's house which is exactly how they described it and then that opens up so you can like see the different... It's just, yeah. Really nice play. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. It was good. So, yeah. So that that probably, gorgeous. Yeah. So The Inheritance, which I, I'm good at. I can't think of the writer's name for the life of me. I'll look it up there in yeah, a second. Yeah, really. I, could, I keep forgetting that we have like internet access like at our fingertips. Yeah, stunning. But oh. like even if you take a look at some of the reviews and because I'm following the page on Twitter and stuff and it's so nice getting to see like people just tweeting about it and literally like some of the reactions to it has just been like phenomenal you know mm. what I mean and it's like it's tipped for every other award going you know and I think it, when you're in a 
especially in a theatre space where it's live like I, I feel like the like, basic white girl comparison is like when people saw A Star Is Born like people everyone was crying yeah. in the auditorium but there's something so different when it's a play live yeah it and when you're it. looking at someone's vein popping out of their yeah. neck and you're like Completely. fuck this is so raw like but especially when the energy you can just feel everyone around you and you're so empathetic to what's going on and there's yeah. just this atmosphere Oh, the one thing that reminds me out of is did you ever see Little Gem yeah there I put it on so there was this play and it was on in the Everman and it was called Little Gem and we went we had to go see it when I was in first year of college and it was like amazing there was a woman from fair it was three so it's based around three women it's a grandmother a mother and the daughter okay. and they're just they literally go monologue 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 and like change nice. it's just each mm-hmm. other monologue and it like keeps doing that so you get to know like they're different their own stories themselves but they like all intertwine okay. mm-hmm. and it's just like it was kind of like that of like being a woman in Ireland of just like being in pure shock of how relatable the content was yeah. and like it was sad then and then like it affected me a lot but I kind of almost forgot about how sad it was and my friend Dara remembered it because he related to a lot because um there's a death in, within the uh, mm-hmm. play and his father had just died oh, the summer after we seen it and he was like I had to do it because it reminded me so much of my mother. Yes. And he was like, I could almost, like, I almost, like, knew exactly the words that she needed. Like, I could put words to what she was feeling yeah. because I'd seen this and I knew what she was going through. Mm-hmm. And um, so he applied, put it on, and it was like, we, I, every time I seen it, like, I, I think I seen it three times when he put it on because we, we, he got to put it on again, then again. And, like, the whole room was just sobbing. And yeah. there was one, I remember, I'll never forget this, in fairness, we were all very hungover when we when I seen it like the second or third time, and um, so it was we went we it was selected to go to this festival called Istat in Galway, and um, it was like the whole drama society came was up anyway, but they came to see the play, and um, one of the guys I'm sorry he's gonna hate me for saying this one of the guys Tom who was like the president of the drama society at the time. We're all just like so. Everyone's like, you're emotionally raw anyway. If you when you're very young over, so like this was like an extreme. Like you go from like laughing your fucking ass off to crying yeah. in the same monologue. It's insane. And um, the writing's exceptional. Like it's insane. Like I can't remember who wrote it as well. It's Elaine something, and um, Tom anyway was in front of me. And um, I remember there was like a really sad bit, and I was crying. And um, was it you? Someone said they'd just seen him grab um, the, the girl's hand that was beside him, and just like Elaine Murphy oh. crying down because it was just the <coughs> most like I think you'd really like it Kevin it's, it's so lovely it's, it's very like it? it's very Little like Jim. Irish relatable but yeah, also yeah. not in a cheesy way yeah, in cool. like a very like like the oh it's just really good yeah, and it's really like it hits so it's so relatable to everyone because it's the grandmother and mother and a, and a daughter it's relate you can relate everyone can relate to something in it yeah and it, like the stories are all kind of familiar but like distant enough that it's like new to you mm-hmm. if that makes sense it's, it's really interesting so it's lovely Stunning. Yeah. One of my favourite things of living in London is kind of... Do you think you've acclimatised to London? Like, was it a huge culture shock when you got there, or were you okay? Um, <clears throat> not so much like a culture shock, because it's like... I had been to London previously, and like been on trips, and like you know, gone to see shows and stuff. Since I was like 12, but... um, So I knew what was in store. It was like, I'm such a home bird, and it was like... And as I may have alluded to previously <laughs> in the podcast, I'm like big, like... Mammy fan. So, <laughs> Mammy <yeah>. stan. <laughs> Mammy stan. I'm a big man stan. And, um, <laughs> I, so that, like, I was up the walls before like I moved away. I was honestly like, and I had such a close 
have such a close group of friends here in Cork. But I remember thinking, why am I like leaving that to over and like knowing no one, you know what I mean? I was mm. like, I'm thick, but I was such um and I still have all those friends and I'm really close to them all and but like I was such a tight I'm really fortunate that where I am now in London, like I'm living with two people from Cork, my friend PJ, who's from Blarney Street. Uh, my friend Katie who's from Manos so there's three of us and then across the road from us we have that another Irish gang and it's like and I have all my friends who like went to college with a lot of them moved into London and it's like and just a lot of people are fucking going to London I think I just said a trend a lot of people are going to London now <laughs> because they saw that I moved over and no but there is there's so many people gone over there and I'm like but there's loads of like Cork Arts people there is yeah there's there. a lot of them in the like now I saw Pat's doing something oh crazy wild like well, I met him I met him for coffee yesterday and um because he's home he's a week's holidays but he's doing like Dr. Doolittle yeah a tour of it the musical great yeah I didn't know there was a musical of Dr. Doolittle there is a, a new thing and he's like fairly big role and he just finished doing Bad Out of Hell the dad from the Weasley dad from Harry Potter is in it oh is he oh he's in loads of stuff oh he is you're right he was calling out these names and it was so He's in The Borrowers. Yeah. Yeah, he's in like loads of things. <laughs> Iconic, award-winning, Oscar-winning, maybe it, even. <laughs> <laughs> maybe even. Could be. I'm sure I don't know. his strongest titles. Award-winning, maybe. <laughs> Definitely, potentially award-winning. Put that in your CV. Fuck that. Oh my God, that's my new... I'm an award-winning individual, maybe, possibly. Potentially. <laughs> Fuck. Definitely <laughs> Oscar-worthy. Love it. Oscar-worthy, definitely to my mum. <laughs> my mum loved it. <laughs> Love my mum. <laughs> big, big oh, I have a question. Go ahead. So, you have a very strong Cork accent. I do, do yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not from Cork, so to me, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, do you find people don't understand you? So, I understand you perfectly. That wasn't me being um, like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> the I, last hour, stressful. <laughs> <laughs> my brain has had to be switched on. Um, no, so, I was working, the restaurant I was working in like the past 10 months or whatever is in like Bond Street, really fancy like load of like posh wankers from like Mayfair coming in the whole time and I think I adjust to my surroundings so like there I like the speech was obviously like really reduced down a whole lot I was very conscious and I say like wanky things like oh like are you okay for everything mom 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 apostrophe a m mom and then yeah so but like when I'm home and it as well I've been home for like nine weeks mm. naturally it's like getting more definitely strong, getting, yeah. and I, see, I love the Cork accent and I love being over in England and I'll be like one day I was getting the tube into work and there was this girl and we must have been on the overground or something because she was still on her phone so she still had signal and she had the thickest Cork <laughs> accent and I say people were going around thinking like is that even fucking English and I'm just going oh my god I understand everywhere I think she was like eating the head off her man and I was like <laughs> I just live for I just think it's such Did you say anything to her? Were you like love that? I th- she was on the phone by the time she was on the phone by the time I could I was getting off and I probably I definitely waved something at her like well, again <laughs> doing all the visuals for a microphone. We're not even noticing um, it this <laughs> But um yeah I love the court so, and my housemaid like who's you know, he's pure like north side and like even my mum came over my mum <laughs> Came over my sister. My mum came over my sister there over the summer, and um, it was her first time meeting my housemate PJ. And she was like, "Has he been living in London at all? He was going around sister." And like she was like, because he's like a huge thick Cork accent, and she was like, "Like some of the stuff he he's only been in London a week, has he?" 
<laughs> How does anyone understand him? And I was like, but again, I think it's like this thing when if you're with in the company of an Irish person, you'd be mortified to be yeah. doing anything less than an Irish accent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you definitely, and when you're surrounded by your own, you give it more almost. Yeah. Uh, when I... So we just paused there because we had a little bathroom break and none of us can remember what we were just talking about. Oh yeah, we have fancy tea. I did not grow up with drinking at all. Like I was so, I was, but then I fucking suffered from it then because I had no idea how to drink. But like, my dad's a pioneer never drank a day in his life likewise my dad oh really yeah and then my mom would have a glass of wine get giddy and then fall asleep like that's yeah. that's how that happens so myself and me of them and I remember my dad we do this thing every Christmas it's called um, it's called it was called it's called dad and daughter's Christmas but that's not what's called none of us are <laughs> <laughs> anyway we, it doesn't have a title it's, just, <laughs> it's called as it's if called, it's a play like fuck off her dad <laughs> It's a beautiful film. Oh my god! Um, so, myself and my my older sister, and my dad, we always go for a drink around Christmas, which is very funny because dad never drinks. Anyway, so one Christmas, I was like, I'll have a pint of Beamish, and my dad was like, No, you won't. And I was like, Sorry. He was like, Kate, I'm not getting you a pint of Beamish. I was like, It's the 21st century, dad. Like, imagine a man never having a drink in his whole life, dictating what sort of drink you should have. But then he got me a pint of Beamish, but he screamed the whole time when I drank it, and now he's fine with it. See, my dad would always like I've said because like, he doesn't drink either, and he'd always prefer if we were drinking pints is but like he he calls them I don't know does anyone else's parents call like spirits shorts be shorts like, don't be going down having any shorts now just yeah. have a pint or two or three pints and you'll be fine and I'm going to be like, like me I'm my like, mom to be going to Spain every second week I'm like get me a litre of vodka from duty free will you my mum's very like that now as well my, really? mom, my mom oh my god we went so we're ringing mom to Malta for because my mom is Maltese oh lovely like her parents would be Maltese so we're ringing mom to Malta for Christmas that was her Christmas present and she's absolutely weak and the first thing she asked she was like so what's like the drink prices over there like are we having a time <laughs> are we having a good time like we went to Spain just the two of us when I was in sixth year and we drank cocktails we started at 12 every day oh my god ridiculous get on it man good crack she couldn't drink Jesus. any of it like but good crack no my mum's flesh queen like your mum's great crack really flesh queen not flesh like Flesh queen, but like Tiny not like our <laughs> Like yeah. my mom would be mad for a party. Like if I, she was at like my mom. If I was like my mom, right? I want to have a birthday party. She'd be like all out having a party. Put marquee. I'm going to invite all my friends. Is that okay? And I'm like okay. So because she's a group of gals that she goes every all around the world with all the time. Not all the time. Once a year. And um, <laughs> she just the wine loves the wine. Mad for the prosecco. Yeah. Prosecco mom. Like absolutely. Like one of her friends for Christmas got her a giant Prosecco glass. And she's yeah. like, I have to take a picture for Facebook. She's Facebook fans. She gets more likes on Facebook than I do. Oh my god. And she posted oh, yes. she check it she she could walk into spare and check in. Like she checks in everywhere. Oh my god. And she was like, I need to take a photo for Facebook. So she had like the big glass and she was like, I might get she got a glass of prosecco off someone. She was like, I might pour the whole bottle into the glass and like take a picture of it and then like send it to all everyone on Facebook. Do you think that you'll stay in London? Um, or is that too much of a like I don't know I, so, I, so the States never appealed to me ever like previous prior mm-hmm. now I'm kind of friends with one or two people who have moved over and East like New York or? kind of more so a friend in New York and a friend in San Fran and I kind of just think like I don't know like mm. if I got a notion to go over now if I see I feel like even though I've been living in London like a while now, I feel like I'm just, since I've moved into, we moved into a new house there at the start of summer, it's only since then that I feel like I've really like settled down and I know my way around bits and like, so I feel like really I'm only, 
I don't feel like I'm in London long, even though I've gone away from home like five years, you know what I mean? So um, I've, I still have another while to do in London, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and another bit of exploring. Another do you bit. feel like you have a audition persona? Um, like, do you go into like an audition or whatever as Kevin? Or are you like, Kevin? I'm Kevin. I know that's no. actually a good question. I Obviously, I hype it up a bit. Mm. Like, I probably give a bigger version of myself, if that's possible. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Depending like, on what you're auditioning it, for. It like... depends on the nature of the audition, but, like, at the same time, it's a given, like, you're going to be nervous before an audition. I probably sometimes might, like, kind of, if I'm anxious or something, maybe understand myself, I don't know, and kind of be a more timid version of myself. Like, I've gone to some auditions where I've gone in and be standing in front of a panel of, like, five or six people all oh, just like so sorry. looking at me you know what I mean and you're kind mm. of like oh Jesus so and I don't know whether that sometimes like that might like bring out the better side of you or sometimes like I know I like it depends on how you're feeling as well like is it, to appreciate like you're going to those, these auditions but you're also dealing with the shit that everyone has to deal with on a day to day basis mm-hmm. and you have to go in and like you know you might just be having like when I had a fight with your housemate on the way out or whatever and you're going in and trying to sell yourself. Like, you are... That's the thing. Like, you're a product. You're selling yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, like... They say, like, oh... It's, your instrument is you and your body. Like, especially for... More so for dancers and stuff. You're selling that. So, obviously, like... I don't have... I don't think I have an audition. I'm kind of really bubbly and outgoing and, like, OTT anyway. So, I think that, like... You kind of sell yourself regardless. Probably me, yeah. And I kind of... And I all... Like... Now, there has been auditions that I've been, like, shitting myself for. And, like, there's been other auditions that I've kind of gone and just been like, Ugh, I don't want to be here. And, like, and it sounds awful, but I think sometimes that's almost a good attitude to have. Not to be over it, but, but like, kind of be like, okay, if it doesn't work out, it's fine. Like, I'm not, like, you know, it's fine. Yeah, you're I, not I too the day off after. work. I'm here and I'm, you know, st- might as well be doing this, you know, like, free dance class kind of thing. You know, like, that's, mm. like, a good attitude to have because you don't hype yourself up as much. Like, yeah. the time when, when I got booked to do that, cruise that audition I just I graduated I came home for a week to like before I like moved into London I moved over and I was like oh my god I don't have a cent to my name like and I was like I don't have money to pay for like, like dance class or like 10 quid for an hour you know what I mean I was like okay I need to feed myself and all the rest of it so I was like oh but there's there was an audition on and obviously you don't have to pay like to audition somewhere so I was like oh well you know free dance class that's where I looked at it. Cool. I was, that's kind of the reason I went in I was like hadn't looked too much into the job and then I was like at the end of the day and I was getting kept and there was like six lads left and because they were it was they were looking for a replacement for a guy who there was a contract extension for six months and the dance captain who was on the ship already had work lined up back in the UK for it was like Christmas kind of period so they were looking for one guy and I was like nah I don't stand a fucking chance here and I was in with other like people who were like graduated a while and like, people who I know of from friends, and I was like, you know, decent dancers, and I was like... But I think it's because I had this attitude of, like, well, you know, I only went in here to do a dance class, not to, like, bear my soul to, like, the panel, you know what I mean? So I think... Yeah. It kind of... It's about your attitude, really, isn't it, really? You kind of... You can kind of set yourself up for... to do well or not, I don't know. Do you think... Sorry, I'm, like, asking a question. No, you're okay. Um, that you could be, like with a dancer do you think you could actively be with a performer be, so, or do you have to be the creative spark it's not even that it's kind of 
so my like because my housemate is a creative and is into choreography and like he's a dancer so a lot of the time some not sometimes because I have a really good relationship with him but like we will talk about it it will be a topic of conversation sometimes if he's had an audition yeah. I'll talk about it with him if I go and meet with all of my friends over there essentially because even on my other Irish friends they're in the industry as well if I meet with up with old college friends it always dominates conversation it's like oh have you been to any auditions lately like what's or like what la- what was your last gig or like oh how I saw you were shooting for this like how did that go and then like I just the idea of me being in a relationship and that person being a dancer being in that industry and more of that talk just doesn't excite me you know what I mean yeah and like I love that's one of the reasons I love coming home and like my parents are so clueless to the industry like they still ask me questions and stuff but like or even my brothers and sisters like they don't know anything about it so it's like I never have to talk about it and I love it because ultimately like when it's when you're in a creative industry I suppose it's different to most people who just have their job and you come home like no one yeah you say how was your day at work or whatever but for people like in the creative industry it like it's not just your job it's like your lifestyle it's your like it's constantly at the back of your mind and you know what I mean and even like even if you're going to the gym or something it's like or you're trying to keep in peak physical shape for like it's always at the back of your mind you're like oh I'll go to the gym now because I have an audition next week so Mm -hmm. you're never kind of switch off from it so like I want my downtime with a boyfriend to be downtime and not just, you know, talking about that again. Because it, it can become very boring, you know That's what I mean? That's so it measured does. and balanced of you, though. Like, all accountants may apply to Kevin to the number. <laughs> me. Stunning. <laughs> is it Emmy? Why or is it Emmy? I don't know. Emmy. Well, You'll find maybe. <laughs> Stunning. Um, Do you, you think know? you could be with a psychologist? No. See, yeah, like, probably... No, I need to be the deep and spiritual person exactly, in the relationship. Yeah. Like, I need to him to think that me meditating in the morning is quirky. Like, I need that. I need to be the Zoe yeah, Deschanel cool. of his life. Like. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> the Zoe Deschanel! <laughs> Fuck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, do you know the shop Dervish, which is on Colkey, which is opposite Rising Suns, and it's just like this beautiful pink and, like violet building and you go in and there's this woman and all along the window there's like psychic massages and stuff are all advertised in the window and you go in and the first thing on the left hand side is crystals like I'm weak for that sort of stuff like do I believe in it not sure have I spent the last five years looking at research focused scientific things yes now I want to look at star signs and crystals because there's no scientific evidence and I'm weak for it and I carry around um, a little bag of crystals in my bag because I don't know what they do. Like, yeah, one day they just spilled out and I was like, this is the most cake thing to ever happen. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, all the crystals spilled in my bag. And I was like, <laughs> on top of my planner. Like it was just like the most cake thing. My gratitude journal, fuck. Are um, you for real? Is that my first ever journal? That is. But is it, why is it the first time that you've ever Because of the size? Is it no, because the, it looks so old. Fat. Okay. After having a hard journaling session. like I, it actually is weak. I'm, weak I'm really into my stationery as well. I said to Sophie then, and this is going to be caught, but I was just like, imagine if the word journaling, the verb journaling could be replaced by Anne Frank. So oh like, my oh my God, I did a hard Anne Frank session last night. Like, oh like I, I was Franking till all hours last night. Like I was, like, I need Anne Frank about this to be it. <laughs> like myself and Sophie are hard journalers. Like I, I used to be, I'm not as much anymore. I'm still a hard journaler. Like I will journal all of my thoughts and everything. Yeah, nice. I wish um, I was more into that. It's great. Yeah, just just, are into it. Do you know what I mean? 
and like a hard journal consists of like tear marks down the page like me being like what is life like one he's a Scorpio just... my life's over oh, like all of the Scorpio <laughs> cancel I need to look into this I'm cancel. gonna watch that Netflix thing what Netflix thing you said there was like Netflix like things where they like debriefs on like I told you ah, that was on the, the podcast he's a stand. there's um a, I don't even know what he wants to send this to me because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> There's a series called Explained on yeah. Netflix and they do all of these different things. So there's one on K pop, really into K pop at the moment. Really? Love oh, K-pop. I stand K pop being <gasps> over in Asia. Who do you love in K pop? There's like a song I don't. Let me link you to the song. It's really good. It's like da 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 that's actually potentially racist. There's a Korean song at the moment that is it makes me want to vogue even though I don't have a rhythmic bone in my body. Like I am weak. It's called Jenny Solo. I think you'd okay. really like it. I'll link it to you later. Anyway. Ha! I like big boys. Any <laughs> bitty boys? That was recorded. Um, so I'm not going to lie to you, lads. Um, we were just, we had our gorgeous little outro. Sophie told a funny story. We all had the laughs. And then didn't Audacity decide to just fuck me royally? Had and the audacity oh, to... Oh, oh, we got the puns. Delete. To delete the last bit. So uh, we're re-recording the last bit. Um, so we're all going to pretend like this is our first time saying stuff. Completely impromptu. Oh my God, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. Oh it was God, such a pleasure. All, honestly, it's been such... The pleasure's been all mine, ladies. <laughs> so before we go, do you want to pick your song of the week? Um, song of the week. Song of the week. Um, what would it be? I can't... I don't know. <laughs> so as I may have mentioned earlier in some previous podcasts, um, very much enjoying Lizzo at the moment. Yes, and yes, yes. song... Nice. And I think I heard of someone one time that they said there's a lot of good remixes and stuff. There's a few good remixes out there on Spotify, so take a look at uh, boys' remixes. Also, as I think very fitting as me being the first um, homosexual being interviewed for the podcast. Yes, let's go with the theme of stunning. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Could we just said the same word? Thank you so much for coming on, and thanks for. A new friend. It's been an absolute laugh. No. It's such friends. a beautiful reunion. Yeah. Glorious. Honestly, loved it. Had the skit and loved the tea and loved the house. The tea and the tea. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Thank bye. you.